Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have a phenomenal episode. Uh, we are going to talk about what we've been up to for the last week. We got a lot of sports talk this week because a lot of stuff happened. A little bit of timeout, and then a rank we didn't actually settle on once. So we'll talk about when we get there. Um, so without any further ado, let's get right to it. Look, take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. It is just Nick beer and myself today johnny is out um he'll be back next week um let's start off with how we've all been let's start off with nick because he he wasn't supposed to be here uh, i was not supposed to be here um so first of all I'll start with my weekend my weekend was good uh i was in cleveland for my friend's wedding uh it was a lovely time um always fun being in cleveland not uh no cleveland's okay um but the wedding was really pretty um the the ceremony was in a uh full catholic mass ceremony in a catholic church that did not have ac and Mm. it was very hot um so that that was something um but the reception was beautiful um it was fun hanging out with a bunch of people and everything so had a good time uh but yeah i was not supposed to be here Supposed to be at Bonnaroo. Supposed to be leaving right around now or in the next few hours to to start heading down to Tennessee for Bonnaroo. Um, and yesterday they canceled it. They canceled it not because of COVID, like you would think. Mm-hmm. They canceled it because of a hurricane, and it's in Tennessee. And a hurricane canceled the festival because it was so waterlogged. People who were there setting stuff up couldn't move their cars through it couldn't do anything and so having everybody try and navigate through massive hurricane like puddles just wasn't gonna happen uh i'm extremely upset um very sad uh it sucks it really sucks Uh, i was really looking forward to it haven't been to a music festival since 2019 bonner is by far my favorite there were so many good bands that were going to be there this week um it was gonna be fun to be outside, be with friends. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty upset right now, to say the least. But fair enough. Working through it, you know. We're we're trying, one day at a time. Uh, in place of it, uh, so I immediately after I found out that it was canceled, I immediately went online and bought tickets to see Tame Impala at the United Center next week, and I paid out the ass to get. GA floor seats or GA floor tickets. So uh, a lot of my Bonnaroo refund just immediately went to that. Um, so that, that kind of helps a little bit because they were going to be at Bonnaroo. So I get to see them at least. Um, and the, one of the guys I was going to go with is actually just going to come into town this weekend. So I've, I've got something to like make up for it, but it's still just like, ugh, can't believe it so much. So at least you get the podcast to do. Today. Yeah, yeah. That's a little better. I'm Take here, your mind off it. I'm here talking to you guys. I'm venting. Yeah. Uh, drinking a beer. So, so yeah, that was me. Beer, how you doing? Beer. It, 
Did you say me? Oh, I yeah. thought you said joke. Buddy. <laughs> um, I was coughing. I had to pause my mic, but okay. Um, yeah, I, I had a pretty good, I had a pretty good weekend. Um, I went to, uh, went to Nashville to go visit Jack. Um, so that was really fun actually. So we went to, got there on Friday, went, got some Nashville barbecue and I went to like one of the famous Nashville barbecue spots called Edley's barbecue. So we've got a couple. That place is great. Yeah. So I, I went in and they had on the sign said like new Nashville style barbecue. And it was like, they marinated it for over 24 hours and a bunch of pepper stuff. And I was like, Oh heck yeah. And it's supposed to be hot, baby, basically hot barbecue. And I'm like, that's like my favorite type of barbecue. And so I got it. It was really good. It was, it was awesome. And then like that night we went out to, went to losers in, um, in Nashville. That was really fun. Is that um, a bar? Losers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> went to some losers house. after. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a bar. We went to, went there, um, did some, did some drinking on a rooftop. Um, so that was fun. And then, Saturday was a long day. Woke up, I was really hungover, and then I got to have chicken and waffles for breakfast. And then we went to um, Alex Thompson, one of my friends from college, is his place, and they had like a little pool in their backyard. We were playing like, uh, like they had like a big bucket ping pong, so we were like throwing like a basketball and like buckets. It was like really fun. Um, and then. Uh, or beer pong. Sorry. We were playing like something <laughs> like that, but yeah, not ping pong, but yeah, big bucket, yeah, ping beer pong. pong, big bucket, beer pong. But yeah, we were doing that. And then like sitting in the pool and we watched the Illinois football game, which they beat Nebraska. And we actually looked like a well-rounded football team for some reason. Our QB was like really good. It didn't make any sense. It doesn't look like Illinois, but it was fun to watch beat Nebraska. Um, and then we had to go to the preseason game. So went to the Bears first Titans preseason game in Nashville. That was fun. Um, How did they do? I didn't even watch the game or see any highlights we, or anything. <laughs> we won. It was it was an interesting experience being there. There was a lot of Bears fans. It was really cool. I wore my Eddie Jackson jersey. Um, I was going to wear my Andy Dalton jersey, but Jack didn't want to wear his, so I didn't wear mine. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know when. I don't think I'll ever wear that jersey now. Wow. Think of it. Um, it's fine. It is what it is. Um, I like that you, just because you didn't wear it to a preseason game, you're just like, well, no, I'll never wear yeah. it. <laughs> I've got a number four Eddie Jackson jersey now. I have to wear that. That is true. That's um, a good point. Yeah. It's it's so dope. I, I got a lot of comments. Yeah. People are like, four. I'm like, Eddie Jack, that's dope. Jersey. Someone is like, I, yeah, it's like my first time wearing it. Like, it's they, all those Bears fans got to see it. They were pumped about it. Um, but like, it was cool. Like, the people in Nashville are nice. Um, they were like, they're kind of guys talking shit, but it was like, what? They really shut up when like Justin Fields started like putting on a show. So it was kind of cool. Um, Game was okay. Justin Fields had like that incredible throw. I like, I like, he basically rolls right and just throws a ball to Jesper Horset is like one of the best throws I've ever seen a Bears quarterback ever make. And I was like, it looked effortless from him. And I was like, well, like, I like turned around and was like, hand, like high fiving all the random Bears fans. It was really, <laughs> it was good. And then after that, went out downtown and we're at the bars, like in all in our Bears gear, seeing live music and, yeah. So then Sunday was a struggle. We like were hungover in Nashville and then 
came back on Monday. And then I, so we flew to Nash, flew from Nashville to Chicago on, on Monday. And then I drove home. So like Monday, Monday was a very long, very long day. So yeah, it's a day. day. Yeah. And a half and a half. Day and a half, yeah. Literally. But yeah, it was a Saturday was so fun. I got the full Nashville experience on Saturday. Um and and got to go watch the Bears, which is sick. I got to see Justin Fields in person. Beautiful. I would have cried. <laughs> I would have cried. I'm I'm so high on the fields, it's it's nuts. I was texting you was, guys about it. It was really funny. Um we were in the stands and you know, so Jack wore his Nick Foles jersey and then wore a Justin Fields jersey over it. So at the beginning of the game, Justin Fields is in and he's playing. I played until about halftime. And then they put Nick Foles in. Jack gets back to see. He goes, Oh, oh, I guess Nick Foles is in, huh? And he stands up. He goes, Nick Foles is in. Like I'll tell the people around him. Everyone's kind of like, huh? And he goes, I guess I have to take this off. And he takes off his jersey. And he's, he's wearing, uh, takes off his Justin Fields jersey. He's wearing a Nick Foles jersey. Everyone just started <laughs> clapping in our whole section. It was hilarious. Like we That's had so great. many Bears fans. It was just, it's like, oh, he's like, and then people were like, do you have a Dalton jersey under that? I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, we should have, but it was really hot there. So it was just really fun. Nice. Almost, you almost, yeah, did. yeah. You, you could have, you ball. really could have. Yeah, that would have been great for real. Anything else? Uh, no, I, I mean, that was that was good. I got back on, got back Monday, and I'm, yeah, I'm. We got this weekend. Uh, we've got, we're going to Colorado, me and Johnny. So we're gonna go do that. And honestly, after that, I'm, I'm just excited for opening weekend and I'm making a brisket. So yeah, that's my my schedule. Nice. Excuse me. Um, My weekend was great. I'm going to start on Thursday, though. Oh, last Thursday. So last Thursday, I wanted to go see Kanye perform Donda. Um, I wanted to go to the listening party at Soldier Field. Um, So me and Steve, uh, we were looking at tickets. Yeah. And we were checking them all the way up because we both went to go try to buy them when they came out. And we both had no luck. And they were going for like five, six hundred bucks. We're like, ah, you know, it's not worth it. And then on the day I was actually in the office and Steve texted me at noon. He's like, you want to still see if we can get tickets? I'm like, yeah, look them up. I'm about to go into meeting. Just send me the prices. And I like look at my phone. I'm like, oh, my God, there's still 300 bucks. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm really not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So I get home. It's probably like maybe six o'clock, probably six o'clock ish. I literally sit down take off one of my Yeezys because I wore them to work. And as I take one shoe off, Steve is just spamming me, calling me. And I like answered. I'm like, hello. He's like, tickets are down to $80. And I was like, what? He's like, down to tickets are down to $80. He's like, are we going? And I was like, well, yeah, if they're $80. So I'm, like, are you sure they're-? I'm like, are they real tickets? And he's like, yeah. he's like, I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, make sure they're real. And then like, yes, let's do it. And so... I literally like Kayla got home and she's like, when are we doing dinner? I'm like now. Cause I'm about to go. <laughs> so like, I turned on the grill, I grilled some chicken. Uh, Steve came over. We had like a drink on the porch and listened to like some Kanye. And then we went to the show. Um, we had 400 level seats at first. We never fun fact. We never got to our real seats. Not even once, not even <laughs> just to see them. We never yeah. even got to the row. Yeah. You just like, we were walking it up and it was like crowded. empty up there. Yeah. And it filled in a lot. So I'll, I'll get into that. So we're like, oh, let's just sit here. There's this couple and they're like, yeah, our seats are up there. These were open. So we're just going to sit here. So I'm like, sure. So later in the night, 
the we were talking about them we're like dude there's so many people here there's like 43,000 people like what are the odds that someone's going to come up here and be like hey those are our seats yeah that happened oh man so these three girls come up and she's like what row are you in and i was like like our tickets or like technically <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's like no what row is that i'm like oh, i think it's 17 she's like is that 5 6 and i was like yeah and she's like i think you're in our seats and i was like oh I'm like, the row in front of us is pretty much open. Why don't you just sit there? And so they did sit there, and we had a nice conversation with them. Started talking about Tokyo Drift and uh, Karaoke Boys. <laughs> Obviously some Kanye. I let of one course. of the girls try on my shoes. Wow. She was a size 10. Wow. Big, big feet on a woman. Big I'm feet. a size 10 and a half, and they were too wow. big on her, you shockingly. Let, you let a stranger t- t- try on your shoes. That's interesting. Well, I felt weird because we... We stole their seats and they mm-hmm. were like kind of joking about it. And I was kind of like, here's a nice gesture <laughs> to like be like, I'm we come in peace. Please, like, don't be mad anymore that we just took your seats. <laughs> what a weird thing to do. Like, well, you she guys like, did take our seats. Well, do you want to like try on my shoe? No, so like I, I normally sit with my legs crossed. Yeah. And so like one foot was on my knee. She was like, oh, are those are those Yeezys? I'm like, yeah, yes. If you're at a Kanye concert, you should probably know what a shoe looks like. But anyways, then she was like, oh, I wanted to wear those, but I don't have the size. And I jokingly was like, oh, you could try mine on. And like, then she's like, oh, what size are they? I'm like, oh, 10 and a half. And she's like, oh, I'm a 10. And I was like, didn't see that coming. And I was like, congratulations. You called my bluff. And so I just took it off and I like gave it to her and she tried it on and then gave it back. Wow. Um, but it was an incredible experience. So me and Steve get there. We walk up. Like, so you could see the field and mm-hmm. all it is, is this an exact replica of his childhood home with 2000 candles surrounding it. It wow. looked so cool. Wow. And so we're like, whoa, that's like his old house. Like, yeah. that's not like a, they recreated the exact replica, which I think is hilarious on, on the, on like the middle the of the 50 field. yard line. Probably. Wow. Um, that's really weird. <laughs> so he comes out two hours late and two hours late. Yeah. What time was it supposed to start? Nine. He came out around 11. So you just sat there for two hours? Yeah, we talked Tokyo Drift. You'll be Man. surprised how time flies when you talk about the teriyaki boys. Um, <laughs> so he comes out and everyone was like, where's he going to come out from? I'm like, I think he's in the house. Because they like actually furnished the house and like put like cable in there and an Xbox. And I was like, I think he's just chilling in the house with his friends. I guarantee it. Yeah. And because like every other walk was like from the tunnels. And I was like, that's going to be a long walk. I bet he's in the house. So the show starts and it starts off with the first song of the, well, so the, he just played the album from top to bottom, but obviously the album hasn't dropped yet. So I didn't know what the first song was, mm-hmm. but it's called the Donda chant. And all it is, is someone doing like vocal ranges saying Donda. And it was supposed to be like, for like ad libs throughout the an actual song called Donda. And they just mashed them all together to make the Donda chant. Mm-hmm. And it like was so loud and it was all over the jumbo trans and everything's like that. And then he just walks out to his porch, just like a stoop. And he's just like chilling on the stoop and everyone's going nuts. And then the first song, uh, God Breathed on This, came on. And it is just a banger, like so loud. So like he actually raps on it, which is really cool. And then. Like. <laughs> three, four hundred monks come out, surround the house. Monks. Like, oh, yeah. Like. Like a like a yeah, 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 yeah. like a monk monk like a monk. Well, I mean, people dressed as monks, yeah, not like actual yeah, monks. Sure. So they surround the house on the inside. 
So they're like in front of the can- or behind the candles. And we're like, oh my God, that was crazy. We haven't seen anything yet. So the next thing that comes out is he brings out 2,000 SWAT teams or 2,000 people in SWAT uniforms. Um, there was a bunch of Lamborghinis that came out and just surrounded. So it was like the house, the gate to the house. And then it was like a circle of Lamborghinis, then a circle of Suburbans, then a circle of vans. And then like each time cars came out, it was like another 500 security. And there weren't like real security. It was just like for the thing. And then like they all had like choreographed dance or like choreographed dances to each song. Whoa. And it was nuts. Damn. It was crazy. And then like you just got Kanye. He was a straight up stoop kid. Never left his stoop. Like he kind of went on the dirt in the front and he was just like going nuts. And then one of my favorite parts is Marilyn Manson comes out. Okay. You know what Marilyn Manson looks like? Yeah. He's yes. so old. Very unique, too. Yeah. He's not like a normal looking guy. Yeah. And he had the makeup on. Sorry. He had the makeup on. Mm-hmm. And so I, I turned to Steve. I go, oh my God, it's Marilyn Manson. He goes, nah, Marilyn Manson's dead. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty Charles sure Manson. that it's Marilyn Manson. And Marilyn Manson, <laughs> I know you guys can't see this, but for four hours, all he did was stay on there and he just did this. Like, just kept like putting his hand out like this, just like kind of going just up like, and down with his hand. Like, and it was hilarious. Like just going like, but like at pocket level. So he wasn't even. Yeah. Like, like the, like this spear, like this just yeah, for hours. Huh. And so okay. then his sister comes out and then uh the baby comes out and a couple other people come out and it's, I mean, it's a banger album. I really liked it. We ended up at this point sneaking down. Cause I was like, I want to get close. Yeah. And so they stopped doing was the stadium th- packed. Oh yeah. And so it stopped Wild. being like the, uh, Oh, can I see your ticket to get to 100 level or yeah. 200 level? So we got all the way down to where the $2,500 seats were. And we were just like, people were like leaving after half the album because he started so late. Yeah. And so we were able to like take people's seats. And we were literally like 50 to 60 yards away from the front door of the house. So like we could see everything. And so wow. uh, the song Come to Life comes on. And it's like at the end of the album, it's like this little piano ballad. And we see him go in the house with the kids, his kids over there. Sorry. So they all go in the house and we're like, dude, they're going to set this house on fire. We're like, I'm telling you, they're going to set this house on fire. There's a bunch of the SWAT guys like come in running with uh, fire extinguishers. I'm like, oh, they're about to, they about to set this house on fire. No. What do they do is a minute later through the song and it gets to the part where it's, it's like, if you listen to the song, he talks about like, your dreams can come to life. Like if you just believe it and you got to take like risk or something like that. And so it gets to this part. The door just opens. They light him on fire. Kanye is just on fire. He's on fire. He is just lit on fire. And he just walks out of the house, walks down the steps and he's just like walking around, like pointing up in the air. And everyone is like, what is going on? (laughs) What Did he just set himself on fire? And there was like little flames coming out of the house. And we're like, that was insane. Then <laughs> it's not the, over. All the squad cars go in. Yeah. They the squad cars go again. The uh the SWAT team goes in and the monks start walking out. But only the one one exit this time or one entrance this time. Only one tunnel. They came out of four the first time. Now they're all going to one. They're making like two even lines. And we're like, who's coming out? We're like someone's gotta come out. Who comes out but Kim Kardashian in her fucking wedding dress? Whoa. Yes. In her wedding dress. 
So we're like, what, what is going on right now? So Kanye takes off his mask and he starts like walking to the bride. And then he like takes the veil off. There's like a priest there. Yeah. They kiss, they hug and they walk off. And that's how it ends. And everyone was just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> like what just happened? He lit himself on fire a minute ago. Like, this yeah. Is- and then he got married to his ex-wife. Uh, they're still married. So it's weird. I think they just like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. So everyone walking out of there was like, that was the craziest shit I've ever seen in my whole life. Everyone's like, did you think he was going to set the house on fire? So I guess he talked to Lori Lightfoot. He's like, I'm going to set the house on fire. She's like, you cannot, you cannot (laughs) set the house on fire in Soldier Field. He's like, are you sure? She's like, I'm pretty sure. I wish they set the house on fire. Also, fun fact, he has Donald Trump to be on the stoop with him. And Donald Trump uh supposedly politely declined mm. i would have loved to have heard that conversation just he's like oh congratulations on the album kanye and then he's like yeah you should come and just like chill on the stoop he's like oh who's gonna be there <laughs> marilyn like, manson's there Manson, it's cool the baby my sister <laughs> he's like what a couple of my buddies are gonna be there kim he's kardashian like, will be there he's gonna like, like hang out it'll be nice i'm good yeah and so he didn't he didn't come and uh wow dude it was nuts and then on sunday the album came out it is beautiful it is so sick uh and then shout out to listeners steve and ari they're engaged uh it was a really fun engagement party very happy for you too (laughs) um as an afterthought yeah well it was funny so we played the album when we got there and the girls were just not having it like oh kanye's stupid we're like hey hey you watch your mouth when you talk about donda like that and then we played through it uh, one full time. Then we tried doing it again later, and yeah, well, we got shut down. Yeah, one's to, one's enough. Yeah, I got for shut down hard. Well, it's long. It's an hour and forty five minutes, which Jeez, is funny. That's but yeah, such a long. So hour. I'm not even going to go over anything else I did this weekend. Yeah. But that was incredible, dude. When he set himself on fire, me and Steve looked at each other because I, I kid you not, the door just opens and you could tell like there was someone with like the flame there, and they just lit him on fire, and so you just see. The flames, the flames come around yeah, him, yeah. and then he just strolls out. And he's just walking around. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then, like a minute passed by, and he's like, "All right, put me up." And he like goes down into like his hands and knees, and they like uh, extinguish him. Yeah, yeah. Damn, he went all out for a listening party. Could have just had a concert at that point, but dude, whatever. it was nuts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever. So Donda. All right. Nice. When I drove home from. Uh... From Chicago, I listened to Donda. Or I listened to the first half of the album. It was hard because I was I was starting to fall asleep. I was like so tired, <laughs> so like I I changed it like halfway. But I heard most of it. It's pretty good. Wow. So the the clip of that is beer fell asleep halfway through and had to change it. That's his re- that's his review no, of Donda. I'm taking it as he was tired from his long weekend. So he wanted to enjoy the album so much and pay so much attention, but he was tired, so he had to change it. I listen to podcasts on the way back. I I I'm I like get really tired when I listen to music, but like if I listen to podcasts, I stay awake. Like this, like that's like the last thing I need at the end of like a long trip that'll keep me awake. See, so. I, I would be scared Makes to sense. drive a car because the third song is called "Off the Grid" and it is just hard hitting, hard rap. A lot of sounds where I'd be like feeling like I was in GTA and be like, we're, we're <laughs> speed limit doesn't exist. 
Um, I did. I did make it home in four hours and seventeen minutes, which is just a record fast. <laughs> you go like a hundred miles an hour. It normally is five hours, so I, yeah, Our boy four hours cooking. seventeen. This man was tired. Okay, let's go. I was like, we're getting home. <laughs> <laughs> let's head over to the um, sports talk. So the first thing I want to it. talk about is something that Beer brought up that we all saw on ESPN. ESPN is in a little hot water. They let a fake oh, yeah. high school play on a primetime game. Uh, I can't believe this happened. Unbelievable. Literally unbelievable. Beer, give us a breakdown here. I can't, I can't believe it happened. So the story is this high school, Bush, Bishop Sycamore. You could look it up. Great fake high school um, name, first of all. Like, oh, yeah. That right. sounds like a high school. Because there is another. There's two teams in the top ten in the whole country with the Bishop blank in it, like yeah. Bishop Graham's uh, one of the really good ones every year. So I like that. They're like, what are the other Bishop Sycamore? And I like that, that they're like, Oh no, we're just a private Catholic school. And you're like, Oh, I haven't heard of that. And you're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> of course not. All right. Yeah. So like, it's weird. They like made a deal with IMG Academy. So IMG Academy, if you don't know, is a famous school in Florida, I believe. And they um, are like, their their sports school you send your kid there to play sports and they like all go d1 every single person goes d1 so that those kids that they played were these like they're all going d1 all of them. so like every single position i saw um, that they had 32 four and five star recruits on that team they Ooh. exactly you know how they're nuts like that is it's a sports it's literally a sports school and like you don't you pay to go there it's like it's their facilities are all perfect. It's like not a high school. It's like literally a sports school. Put it, so, this, put it this way. I went on their Wikipedia page. They have a separate Wikipedia page for their alumni list of yeah. IMG Academy alumni. And it's all sports people. So oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, to put it in perspective. Exactly. So that's like the, it's a famous, famous high school type thing. Um, they made a deal. They were going to play Bishop Sycamore and they like prefaced it by, they knew Bishop Sycamore. They, pitched themselves as being a uh, online, you know, online school charter school for like kids who need help. So there's kind of like an awareness thing. And like, they kind of like played that card a little bit too. And then, so the head coach, these are all the, like the little points, the head coach has an active warrant for his arrest for fraud mm-hmm. out for his arrest right now. <laughs> that, the head coach does. Yeah. Totally, so totally. It's, that's currently Checks going out. on right now. Um, totally unrelated to this act of kind of fraud too if you think about it but um but so that's also one the players weren't high school players they're not high school players they are mostly juco players and like dropouts the types of players so they're not like they're like grown men some grown men that they played against which makes it even more hilarious that img like beat the living crap out of them because it's a bunch of high school kids like like totally beat the crap out of like 23 and 24 year olds um that happened. Um, I think they pl- they said they played another game a couple of days earlier. Two, two, like <laughs> two days earlier. How nuts is that? No rest. Yeah, and like the highlights are just hilarious. I mean, they didn't punt. They went forward and forth down every time. Like it was just like it was just <laughs> fun. I watched. It, it's ridiculous. It was hard to watch, but I. I can't believe they faked it. I don't know how they figured it out, but like yeah, ESPN did not do their due diligence at all. By far the best part is ESPN who put on the event mm-hmm. is like, oh no, it was the, it was like this high school athletic commission 
who sanctioned the <laughs> who sanctioned the sanctioned thing. The so the fight. best part is this. So they got a list of names of the roster, mm-hmm. and there was blank names on there, which you know, that's pretty normal. Yeah, for sure. Twenty thirty blank names. <laughs> uh, I love that ESPN's like, how should we have known? We just put on the game. It's like mm. Google. You should you're the, be fed the Mickey Mouse ears. Like you, you run the world. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, you, the, this team, this guy pulled a fast one on you, and you're just gonna be like, it's not our fault. All right. Nothing is sweeter than that guy being or having a warrant out for fraud. Yeah. Like it's that. Not, oh, shocking. how about the uh, how about the owner came out or the founder and said, uh, he's like, don't worry, we're going to fire the coach. So like, I can't I didn't know anything about this. You're like, you didn't know. Anything. Who even are you? You did. You, founder of what? Of a fake of high school. Of yeah, a, fake high, school. a fake high school. Yeah. His Where's name's the, Andre. <laughs> he, of course, his name's Andre. You always got to. He, he's taking a page, a good page out of the book, though. You, you deflect. You deny. Yeah. Don't worry. It was or, the coach's fault. We've, uh-huh. we've since removed him. It's completely fine. Like that, that takes does, care of everything. What does that guy do? I mean, I don't know. I watched. I watched a lot of the highlights. It was just. It wasn't even close. I mean. I mean, how sweet is it that the founder of the school, the head of the school, is like, we were playing? Like, I didn't know we were even playing. It's like, on ESPN, it's kind of like a really big deal. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny. The uh, The next one I want to talk about is, I got a little... <sighs> I'm mad at the PGA. Oh. I'm mad. He's angry. I'm mad. Let's hear it. So they came out and said, the president of the PGA came out and said that if anyone calls DeChambeau Brooksy again, you could be one escorted out and two permanently banned from going to any PGA tour events. This is the stupidest thing in my opinion, because the PGA tour prides themselves, prides themselves on not changing any rules for like a hundred years. And this year they have changed every rule that no one gives a shit about like what they can say or what fans can say the length of a driver um uh oh so one of the things on the DACA was that PGA pros didn't have to hit out of divots anymore. I think that is one of the stupidest rules that is in golf today. I don't believe that a pro has to hit out of a divot. I think just move it one ball rolled to a normal grass. I think that is so dumb. And they came out and said, like, okay, we're making some rule changes. Everyone thought the divot rule was going to be changed. And they go out and like, you can't call him Brooksy. And you can't call like anyone, not the real name. And it's like, that's what? the dumbest stuff to like take a stand on. Like, yeah, we don't change rules, but this is so important that we got to change this rule. And it's like, Oh, what are the rules? Is it going to be something that impacts the game for everyone? No, no one person, literally one person. They're changing the rules for one person. It's because, crazy because people that is wild because he has a feud with another player. Like that, that is insane to me. They're so like clearly like first of all like picking sides. Like they're clearly showing that like DeChambeau is their current like golden child moneymaker that they want to try and protect, and he's probably bitching to them every chance he gets. But it's like I can't. Yeah, it, it's so dumb. It, it it's hilarious that it's even a thing. Like you, we're gonna police what you can and can't say. Like I could understand to some per- perspective. Like okay, don't curse. There's kids around or anything like that. But like seriously, nobody gives a fuck. It's like, it, but, you but can't like, say that Brooksy. would even make more sense though. Yeah. Like if they said like, if you yell in someone's backswing, you're out. That makes sense. To yeah. Me. Yeah. That makes sense. The fact that, so what happened was is after the six hole playoff with Cantley this weekend, 
uh, DeChambeau lost, and he said that like he couldn't keep focus because people were calling him Brooksy. First of all, it went six holes in a playoff. <laughs> so, I can't keep so, focus. So it didn't. It wasn't like someone yelled in his backswing. It was like after they hit it, they were like, "Oh, nice drive, Brooksy," and it's like, "Okay, first of all, you're supposed to be a professional golfer, like." handle that stuff you should be better it's the pressure yeah so it's so dumb that he goes and like tattles and he's like oh these guys were calling me my rival's name and it's like okay and then i'm sure he made some big stink and then they're like okay fine we'll come out with a rule and it's just it's just so aggravating to me yeah that the pga this whole like mightier than god we don't change rules for anyone and then they change it for bryson DeChambeau. pretty dumb He's not even that good. It's it's ridiculous. So one of the one of the things that they didn't change is so technically your clubs are supposed to be a maximum length. Mm-hmm. So DeChambeau has the same length for every club, which is illegal, but it's like a gray area. Mm-hmm. So all they did is say that you can use this length of driver. Guess who uses that length of driver right now? DeChambeau. Yeah. So. That makes all his clubs legal now, which is hilarious to me. It's like what you said. They are clearly picking a side, and it's like, what if this guy ends up being a bust? Like, Rory McIlroy was crazy good. Jordan Spieth was crazy good, and then they had these big slumps for years. Yeah. What if this happens and they change the rules for him? Like, that would suck. I mean, <laughs> he's, got, he's got eight career wins. He won the U.S. Open last year, and, th- and that's it. I mean, and like most of his career wins haven't even been that big of tournaments i mean he started off he won the john deere classic he won the memorial tournament but then the most of the other ones have been you know not really much so you're changing the rules for a guy who hasn't even won a lot i mean he's a good golfer but yeah it's just crazy yeah weird it's it's nuts to me and like as a big fan of golf uh i was just like oh i thought they were gonna make some changes to the game that i've always wanted to be changed that i thought were stupid and that it's like oh you can't yell brooksy at him and it's like (laughs) that is dumb like yeah Super it's dumb. absolutely ridiculous. And so now people at the tournament kept calling everyone Brooksy. Oh, nice. And so it's like, oh, you just said I couldn't call him that. So I'm going to just call everyone else Everybody that. Else and it's Brooksy. just hilarious because like the internet and the fans always are going to win somehow. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, so we can't call this one guy Brooksy. So we're going to call everyone that. And like most of the other players were like in on him. We're like, oh, that's a good yeah. one. Like, that's funny. <laughs> like, uh, what's up, Phil Mickelson? I mean, Brooksy. Yeah. Like it would be hilarious. Uh, the next one I wanted to talk about is the Jake Paul fight. So Jake Paul fought, uh, Tyron Woodley this week or this weekend, sorry, on Sunday. Um, he ended up winning a split decision. Ooh. Uh, I watched the whole fight. I don't know if you guys did. Nope. Um, nope. (laughs) I'm going to say this Jake Paul. Every time I see him in front of a camera, he makes me like him even more. And I watched the press conference and he came out and it was on national women's day. So he came out and he was like, I took it upon myself because he's the he's doing uh, partner promotions with Showtime. So he went out and made the only girl fight on the card or women fight on the card. The co-main event. Nice. And I was like, that's awesome. And they made him get more money. And I thought that was really nice. Yeah. And then. uh, One of his teammates starts talking to Tyron Woodley's mom. And they get into like a big scuffle and he goes backstage and they have it like on the, uh, you know, backstage access of whatever it's called for Showtime. And he they're like chewing out his team. Mm. They're like, that's not how you treat anyone. And like, I like that. Like, he's got this persona. He's got this heel persona on stage because that's how it's going to sell tickets. But I really think he's a good guy. 
And after this fight, I don't think anyone could say that he's not a real fighter. I mean, obviously, he's only had four fights uh, boxing, but he got hit, win eight rounds. He got hit hard by someone that has knocked out like a lot of people in the UFC. And for me watching, I was like, I cannot believe he lasted. Mm. Like, I was like, I bet on him. And it was like round four is when he got the big hit and he like stumbled back and the ropes caught him. And I was like, oh, he's done. I was like, I shouldn't have made this bet. I'm like, that's stupid. And then he came back and won the next round. I was like, how do you say that that guy's not a like he's tough? He's got a heart. Went back yeah. there and he won the next round. I was like, that's pretty good. My hat's off to him. I mean, he hasn't really done. I mean, the, like you said, this is his fourth fight. So you don't really have much to go off of. And it seems like kind of a joke, but you slowly win fights, do good things. And people are going to start being like, oh, OK. Maybe yeah. he's all right. And so that Tommy Fury, the guy that fought the 10 and 102 boxer, he fought a guy, kid you not, a 15 inch shorter height than him. Think of that. Yeah. That's more than a foot. Yeah. That is nuts. That's crazy. And he barely won four rounds. He looked like he was gassed. <laughs> and so people now are like, oh, like if he fights Tommy Fury, is that even considered like fighting a real boxer? And it's like, dude, I think he demolishes him. Yeah. Like he, is he supposed he to was, fight him next or something? Uh, so there's there's talks, but one of the things that I I thought was a real black eye on uh, Tyron Woodley is I talked about it on here that they made the bet that the loser has to get a tattoo of I love the other person's name. <laughs> yeah, he backed out of the bet. Oof, that's not a good lame. look. And then he said, "Really lame." I will get the tattoo. So in the ring, he said, "I want a rematch. I think I won that fight." And Jake Paul's like, "I'll tell you what." If you get the tattoo, like we promised, which is crazy because it was already a bet. Yeah. If you get the tattoo, I'll give you a rematch. And so Tyron Woodley says, done, bet, shake hands. They're like, all right, sign the contract over. That night, he refuses Jake Paul's uh, uh, tattoo artist to go in there, who which is like a world-famous tattoo artist. And he then posts, he's like, hey, here's the new deal. If we fight again and he beats me, I'll get it. And everyone's like... You know, that's the dumbest yeah. logic I've ever heard. Like, you just lost and didn't did own it. up to the bet. What would happen if you lose again? Why would you just not get the tattoo? It's just like, I was like, oh, dude, you lost. Like, shouldn't have made the bet if you don't want to back it up. Yeah. I feel like that's and stupid. We talked about it last time. It's a super easy bet to fulfill. You just get it on your ass. That's yeah. it. And it's, and it's done. Nobody's ever going to see it. Nobody's ever going to care. And then it's done. And it's like, yeah, I did it. I'm a man of my word. See, that's what I was thinking. Very, even if very he got small. It, it could be, it could be tiny. Even, even if he got it anywhere though, in three months, no one would care. Yeah. People put, would just be like, Oh, if you care about it, put a bandaid over it. The rest of your life, get it tiny. I love Jake Paul bandaid. I don't care. Yeah. Gone forever. Nobody gives like, a I, I probably would forget about it. Like if I saw him and I saw the tattoo, I'd be like, Oh yeah. Question. And like, how, that was it. How often do you look at your own ass? Not a lot. Never. Beer, how often do you look at your own ass? It's tough to tough to say, <laughs> but rare. It's rare. I couldn't how often how often do even... your girlfriends look at your ass? Well, I don't know. Like bare ass, you think. How 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 much opportunity do they even have to look at it? Not, not that a lot. Much, not that You're much. Not, a lot. not that no. much. So nobody's ever gonna see it. Pretty dumb. Yeah. It, it's just such a bad look. And then to pull the well I'll fight you again if I get it, it's like but you're supposed to get it. Like, yeah. you lost. <laughs> this isn't like, this wasn't supposed to be a negotiation. You, sh we bet on it. That was already determined. You shook her hand on live TV. 
And now you're just saying like, no. So I, I thought that's stupid. And the fact that it's like, okay, we fight again. And if I lose again, I get it. It's like, fool me once my guy. Yeah. You know, nah. <laughs> like, come on. No more rematch. It's off the table. Yeah. And so I'm not going to lie. He beat him pretty convincingly. I don't see the point in the rematch. Like, I, I really don't. Like, I had Tyron Woodley winning two rounds out of the eight. And I think when you beat someone six rounds to eight, is there really a point of a rematch? Like, I don't see the point. Like, I don't see what that does for Jake Paul's career. Nah, he's got to keep going up, keep yeah. fighting more and more legitimate fighters. Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I hope he fights Tommy Fury. Because Tommy Fury didn't look good. <laughs> he didn't look good at all. The fact that he got tired, too, I was like, ooh. It was like, it would be like if I was six inches shorter fighting you. You are six inches shorter than me. Probably. How tall are you? Uh, f- six four. Oh yeah, I am. So yeah, well no. Oh, you said it was eleven. Yeah, it was twelve inches shorter. 12 inches or shorter. Fifteen inches shorter. Oh, okay, yeah. I was gonna say. We, well, well, we like, solved that puzzle. I am six inches <laughs> shorter. A little bit. He. Oh, but that's what bit. I'm saying. Imagine double that. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. And then, and and then, then being losing. like, I'll fight you, yeah. and then like making it go to a session. Um. All right. So we can head over to um our last talks of the Bears. Before the season starts because it starts next week um we'll obviously talk about it more next week but out of the last preseason games how do you guys feel about the bears let's start off with beer i start off with me that's it's because i'm i'm way too optimistic i maybe should go last what do you okay, think okay I'll, I'll start off then my okay. only gripe is that i feel that andy dalton is our starter and i feel that the other two quarterbacks are better than them and I hate that. Like I, I you think Nick Foles is better than him? Oh, I do. Right now, yeah. Mm. And he's Dalton, really? Interesting. Yeah, I do. And we saw mm. what Nick Foles did in the game. Yeah. It wasn't very good. And but this is what Nick Foles made his entire career of, though, is looking good at spurts where you're like, huh. Keeping people guessing. Yeah. Huh. Maybe we should sign him. And it, it's crazy to say, but it's like, huh. Maybe he looked good. A couple of those throws are good. He's the epitome like, of that that meme where you're turning and looking at the the other girl walking by with your girlfriend yeah. on your on your arm. Just oh, but it's both okay. Nick Foles and that meme. It's, <laughs> it's Nick Foles, and then it's like turning around and it's like new season Nick Foles. You're like, huh, huh, maybe. I forget. It. Yeah. I forgot what he did last yeah, what year. What happened? Um, so that makes me very very angry. Um, other than that, though, I think we're gonna be good. Very excited for week one. Um. Can't wait to yeah, pick I up mean, Matt Stafford four times. <laughs> yeah, I that that's like the biggest, I guess, like starting Andy Dalton is kind of like a bummer, especially like seeing so the the Pats cut t- Cam Newton and named Mac Jones their starter. And like he looked great preseason. Um I also think it's a different situation too. It's just hard. Like apparently I Ever since we drafted Justin Fields, all the listeners who have heard that episode, I went absolutely nuts. So like I have been all over all the beat reporters that have been reporting on the bears and everything. It's either been neck and neck like Dalton, or I've seen like more better, like people saying, well, Dalton looked better to this practice. Like, so it's just like, I'm like, okay, well, you know, at this point, if Dalton is performing better in camp, if he's, 
playing better, if they didn't feel good about him, if it was like Mike Glennon levels, then I think we'd have a different conversation right now. <laughs> if it's like, like the thing with like Cam Newton, right. Is that he like didn't practice for the last like, like week or something. Cause like he messed up his like COVID test. And so like Mac Jones is practicing and Bill Belichick was like, all right, dude, you're not even here. Like, I'm going with the dude who looks better than you in camp, who won the job, and then plus you're not even here to compete. So, like, for that job. So, I think we're in a good situation. Like, we don't have to start our rookie week one. Like, we don't have to. But I think the biggest thing is that, you know, we promised Andy Dalton the spot. So Fuck that. Um, I don't give a shit what Matt Nagy promised. I don't care I about that. That's the dumbest thing I've been seeing people talk about that. That is ridiculous, though. This is a National Football League. I don't care if you promised him anything. I mean, I don't. I, I, that's. It would be different if you know he sucked. If he sucked, I think they could be like, "Hey, dude, I know I promised you this, but like, also, <laughs> we're gonna go see him go out there week one. He's gonna go get hit by Aaron Donald. If he looks bad, like we're gonna pull. I feel like if Justin Fields is that good, like it's like the first problem we see with Dalton we're gonna get like he's gone like so I, I don't know I feel like there's not a lot of you know n- not a ton of faith everybody knows it's gonna be fields at some point it's just a matter of when I think it actually like I chose later when we when we put our bets down like I actually think it's gonna be week four for sure it's for sure the lines like that's gonna be it I, I think I chose like week eight or something because I was buying the Andy Dalton tweets I was seeing but I don't know, man. Like <laughs> after seeing Justin Fields in person, I was like, "Hi, right, I got to change it." I don't. I think we all want to see Justin Fields Week One, but you know, if Andy Dalton looks good enough to play Week One, fine. Let's go see how he does for a little bit against one of the best defenses. So, yeah, I. Um, so I think. So you fall into this cycle every year. I see all my f- friends who are Browns fans do it, and it, we we do it too as Bears fans when the Bears haven't been very good, where you get to the point where you're far enough from last season that you forget all the little things that we were talking about last season when the Bears were terrible. Um, so let's start with what was good about the Bears last season. Their defense. They lost some of their best defenders. They lost uh, Kyle Fuller. Yeah. Um, so that's that, true. That really sucks. Um, I mean, they gained Eddie Goldman's back. So that's something, but like to say that the, and they, they also lost their, uh, their nickel back, um, Buster, Buster screen. Thank you. And I think to expect them to be as good as they were last year when they were like top 15 defense is maybe a bit of a stretch. So like the anchor yeah. of our team the last few years mm-hmm. is going to be worse than it was last year. So mm-hmm. that's already not good. Then second of all, think about what was bad about the team last year. Entire offense. O, o- line, particularly. Okay. A <laughs> lot, lot of injuries on the O line. Uh, a lot of guys moving around, playing different places. Uh, the guy we drafted in the second round is hurt and isn't going to play. We had we signed. I forget what his name is. Who's like forty uh, to be one of our tackles. Jason um, Peters. Jason Peters. Thank you. He looked good in the game, though. Uh, yeah, I just I, I made a point to watch him too. So right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Uh, but like the O line, it's not. It's probably not going to be great. Now we have like pretty good, especially players like Andy Dalton. Arguably, regardless of him or Fields, is going to be an upgrade at quarterback position. Uh, David Montgomery is obviously going to be playing well. Hopefully, Tree Cohen's back soon. They got rid of Javon Wims, so our wide receiver core should be a little bit better. 
Like, <laughs> like, like not even adding anyone, just getting rid of <laughs> yeah. them. Get rid of a guy who addition by subtraction. Get yeah. rid of a guy who drops a home run ball in the playoffs against the Saints. Oh, and starts fights and starts fights for no reason. Yeah. Um. So like, in in my mind, your defense, the best part of your team, is worse. Your offense maybe is marginally better, but the offensive line is still questionable. Like the Bears are going to be bad, and Andy Dalton is going to look bad in those first few weeks. And then it's going to be, I'm going to stick with my prediction that I had several weeks ago. How long is he going to last? He's going to last like five or six weeks. The bears will go two and four, one and five. And then we'll be like, fuck it. If we're going to lose that many games, might as well throw fields in there. And then fields will be the start. If we go on three, there's going to be a mob. No <laughs> way. There's going to be a lynch mob. I, if we're like, Oh, and two, we're starting Justin <laughs> fields. It's, it's like that. There's that much pressure. I think on them yeah. too. Um, yeah, and you put out you made some good points. I feel like the big thing is like our corner situation is like nerve wracking. We re-signed Artie Burns again today. Like so like it's him and like Kendall Vildor will be cycling it corner over for Kyle Fuller. And Kendall Vildor was the guy we drafted last year in like the fifth round. So like fifth or sixth round. So it depends. You know, pace has been money in those year in those rounds. So like who knows? But I mean, I feel like it's wishful thinking to expect someone to perform like when he was a rookie last year. So it's just like, that's a question. Apparently, Eddie Goldman lo- is looking really good. So like, that's plus well, like our interior run. I remember like, remember when you played the the Vikings the second time, like actually Devin Cook had a pretty good game. So like having Eddie Goldman back with Akeem Hicks, I think will like shut down those running games that we have. Problems with, I don't think the Vikings will be as big of a problem this year as they were last year. The, I feel like I feel like Eddie Goldman is a is a really big deal yeah. getting back. Yes. The, let, let, let's be honest. And the the core of this team is the D line between Eddie Goldman, Akeem Hicks, and Mac Khalil Mack. Yeah. Like that is the heart of this team. If they can perform well, if they can stuff up the run, if they can get in and cause uh, pressure in a four man rush, we might have like a little bit of a chance. Also, yeah. isn't it Nagy's last year on contract? Um, Didn't he only have a four-year? That's a good question. Do you know, Beer? I thought we only had a four-year with him. So the the here's like the conspiracy is that they gave Nagy and Pace, they restructured Pace's deal or they gave him an extension and they lined it up with Nagy. So like you're tied to him, right? And it was like, this is like the last year of the deals right now this is like it right this mm-hmm. one but they've asked they've asked them they've asked them both separately they've asked the owner in multiple interviews like about it and they refuse to answer any question about the contract they're like it's not our place to talk about it we're not talking about it and so like people think that they like gave them a stealth extension last year that's what, like all the chicago reporters that they all just believe that he got an extension because like okay, you brought in Justin Fields and you're, you're sitting Justin Fields. This doesn't make any sense that you're like doing this. So like you're acting like you're playing for the future, but you don't even have like a second contract signed. We think you already signed a second contract before. So like, Mm. that's like, like it doesn't add up. You don't, you're not acting like a coach in the last year of their deal. You're not asking, acting like a GM in the last year of your deal. You're acting like a GM with two more, three more years left. So. Who who was it? The old Rams coach, last name Fisher. Is that Jim Fisher? Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Fisher. Fisher. He was the king at this. And everywhere he played, when it came up to the last year, he'd be like, Oh, 
I got to draft a quarterback and then be like, oh, no, just give me a couple more years with him. He did it with golf and stuff. And it's just like it works sometimes. Did it with Vince Young. I'm scared that it's going to work again. It's just like. No, stop, please. don't. I hope it wasn't a stealth one. Um, I I know it's it's hard. I mean, like I but you know what? Matt Nagy is still has a better winning percentage than Lovey Smith. He like it's really interesting to look at, and then you look compared to like Hall of Fame coaches their first couple of years. Like, I feel like Matt Nagy's still learning how to be a good head coach. Like, I feel like I trust. It's like I trust Matt Nagy. I also trust Pace a lot too because I feel like he's about fifty fifty on like early round picks, but like he's really good with late round picks contributing. So, I you know, that's so much better than Jerry Angelo. I remember we draft like second rounders; they wouldn't see the field ever. Ever. So like, just. I still had, I'm still burned from the early bears fan. Maybe I'm, I don't know, but I still, I still like Brian pace and Matt Nagy. So with pace though, after the whole Trubisky. Uh, yeah. I was, say, I, was gonna, I was trying to think of a nicer term, but debacle's fine. Debacle. Um, you would think that he, he was like, right, missed, let's put yeah. out fields to be like, Hey, Hey, I did it. Yeah. I did something. <laughs> I did something like, and just to show it. And I'm just a little worried. Um, how about this? Let's keep her promise to Andy Dalton. Let's have him go out and take the first, first snap, okay? Drops back two yards, throws it out of bounds. Call timeout. Get him out of there. We fulfilled our promise. You were the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. I think that's what we got to do. I think, like, best best case scenario would be, like, a Sean Watson situation. Like, he plays the first half. It's like, get him out of there. Get him out of there right now. <laughs> like, and, like, I'm cool. Like, that's... We let you start the season, man. Like we filled our promise. <laughs> like so, I'm, I'm all. I think he's looked that good. Like against bad players, but Justin Fields looks so good. And he's ready yeah. right now. So, um, one last thing before you move on, the Deshaun Watson. Every time they talk, because they're talking about the Miami Dolphins trade, the oh yeah, absolute funniest thing is everyone brings up the exact number of the uh, accusations. And they go up by the day pretty much. And so it's great. Like a month ago, it was like 11. And they'll be like, well, he's got 11, you know, masseuse accusations. Yeah. Then today I saw it was Max Cullerman. And he's like, yeah, you know, Miami Dolphins really want to trade him for two and a couple other pieces. Um, the only thing is, you know, now he's got 23 allegations. <laughs> and you're like, that's not good. Just like, keeps they, going shouldn't, up. they shouldn't yeah. be going up. Yeah. Just like, keeps going they up. shouldn't be going up. More and more masseuse. Like, first of all, how many masseuses are there in the greater Houston area? And then he just went around to all of them. It might be 23. And it did, might, it might've like, been all of them. Like he found all 23 and he was just like, I mean, gonna- you just need it. You need that many massages, that many from different masseuses. Hmm. And they're all women. All of them are women. Hmm. In, 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 okay. In, Sean, you would think after the first, I'm going to be generous here after the first, like six or seven that he would be like, Hey, maybe this move doesn't really work out. Maybe I should try something different instead of just like repetition, repetition, repetition. Or you try it 17 more times. Apparently that's what he thought. And I'm saying that <laughs> thinking like Monster. If, if a normal person were to go up there and try this like twice and be like, didn't work. You know what? I'm going to call it quits. Maybe this isn't the best move. Three times max, I think would, would be what would happen to where if some normal person were to do this, they'd be like, yeah, Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I'm wrong, but like 
he's Deshaun Watson. Like he's a big deal. Like I feel like it shouldn't be that hard to just get like a girl at a bar. You wouldn't think so, but who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, messed up, man. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I found it funny that every time it goes up, they mention it immediately. Yeah. I'm it. so glad the bears stayed away. Thank we, I'm so happy with Justin Fields. Even Andy Dalton, too. Worked out Good better in the long term. It uh, would be really nice if he was guaranteed to play, but with this amount of accusations, and, I mean, it's terrible what he did, and so it's it's not looking good. Okay. Um, okay, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? We're on the podcast. We weren't already. Oh. <laughs> We're not ready? We weren't already in timeout. I guess that was all sports really. That was all sports. It? Yeah. yeah. Oof. Um so the first thing I wanted to cover is the new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer came out and it looks good. They brought back all the old actors from the Tobey Maguire series and the uh Andrew Garfield? Is that his name Andrew Garfield? Yeah. Thank you. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man so they brought back the original Doctor Ock and uh, they bring back, they brought back Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. Oh wow! All for it. Jamie Foxx is Electrode, and I forgot the actor's name. I'm sorry for Sandman. They're bringing them all back. Trailer looks insane. They're doing a kind of a Spider Verse thing where it's like so. Tobey Maguire might be in it, and Andrew Garfield, and like it's three Spider Mans like versus all these. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm oh, here for it. Interesting. So into the Spider Verse was sick with like Miles Morales. Like so that like opens up the doors to all the different Spider Man. So like that is totally part of it for sure. It's because I'm really excited because for me, Tobey Maguire will always be my Spider Man. He was yeah. That was the first one. That was kind of the first like big superhero movie that came out when we were kids too. Yeah. So it's like how Christian Bale will always be my Batman. <laughs> like. That's like what I like when I'm 80, I'm going to be saying that. Like, who's your Spider-Man? Like, Toby. Toby. Yeah. You know, (laughs) Uh, really excited about that. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of a lot of superhero movies, but this Spider-Man's kind of got my my jollies a little rocked, if I'm being honest. Uh, Do you have to have seen the previous ones to get it? Because I haven't watched like any of them. So it's can I can I do a little spoiler? Or do you want to watch it? Like. A mini spoiler. Oh no, it's a really big one. Oh, okay, no, that's on. Okay. No, no, I don't want a spoiler. Well, I, I didn't sound like you were it. gonna watch it. Okay, let me just tell trying you. to decide whether or not I'm going to watch it, and you're gonna spoil it for me. All right, me. fine, that's fine. Um, so basically, something happens, and it's like the exact moment. So where the second movie, Far From Home, ends mm-hmm. is where the third one starts. Okay. So it's like not like time has passed. So it's like something really big happens at the end of the second one and it just like boom right into it. Okay. Um, wow. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out. We won't talk about it, but yeah, I'm very excited about the Spider-Man. I think it's going to be really good. See how it goes though. I like, uh, is it Tom Holland? Tom Holland. Holland. Tom Holland. He's a good Spider-Man. Yeah, I like him a lot. I thought those Spider-Man movies were great. I thought they nailed him. So I think he, he looks the most like a kid. Yeah. I agree like, with that. Like Toby to- McGuire did not. Like Toby, they're like, he's 18. He's in high school. They're like, nah, he's not. He's like, yeah, he goes, he goes to school with uh, Kirsten Dunst and with James Franco. And you're like, nah, he doesn't. <laughs> he got held back a couple of times. Like, we were probably young enough. Like I was probably in like fifth or sixth grade when that movie came out. So you guys were even younger. And like, yeah, when you're that age, you're like, 
yeah, 18 year olds seem so old. Like they probably are. And now if I were to go back and watch and be like, why is that like 30 year old dude playing a high schooler? Fun yeah. fact. In all movies, the average age of a high schooler is 23. Uh, played by a 23 year old. Wow. Like, let's see. 2002. I was nine. So, yeah, Toby would have been like 27. Really? Yeah. He was that old? Yeah. I, I think it's hard, right? Because <laughs> I think the biggest thing, too, is that they had all the Marvel movies. They had to do Endgame. And so Tom Holland, like, had to look, they, they had to make Spider-Man look like a kid. I mean, he's supposed to be a high schooler. So, like, How old is Tom they Holland? did a good job of doing that compared to, like, Iron Man, compared to, like, like Captain America. Like, mm-hmm. Spider-Man was, like, played the part well i don't think like i don't think any of the other spider-mans could have done that as well as he did so so Tom, look up Tom, how old he's, he's 25 now which means when the first one he's came 25? out well he was like 2021 20, when the first one came out or when yeah. he first started in him so he's like actually like kind of a kid yeah like not really but kind of more he so than 27 younger. year old toby being like i'm a nerd uh yeah <laughs> taking out the trash at aunt may's house yeah um Wow. Uh, so, yeah. Green Goblin and Doc Ock are going to like the new Aunt May, though. New Aunt <laughs> May is a good-looking cat. Um, oh, it's... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Marissa Oh, yeah. Um, okay, the next one I want to talk about is Bud Light Seltzer is trying to get hip, and they're going against everything that White Boy Summer ever dreamed of, Mr. Chet Hanks. Uh, they came out with the flannel season. Whoa. So the flannel season. So they came out with four new Bud Light seltzers. Uh, they all sound absolutely disgusting to me. I'm going to go from what I think is the best tasting to the worst tasting, and you guys can tell me if you agree. So I think that the best tasting one is going to be Apple Crisp. I think that's going to be a fine tasting seltzer. Okay. Number two is going to be Pumpkin Spice. Okay. Fun sure. fact never had a pumpkin spice latte, but I like pumpkin pie. They're great. They're really good. They're pretty uh, good. Yeah. Number three is going to be maple, maple syrup pear. I think that one might be a little rough. Ugh. And then by far the worst one, in my opinion, is toasted marshmallow. That don't sound good. I can't imagine a cold ch- chugging a lot of toasted marshmallows and feeling feeling good about it. My thing, I'm not going to lie. The throw up of like if you drink too much and you were throwing up toasted marshmallow, it's oh. not going to be good. Nasty. Oh, no, that's pretty bad. I think apple crisp sounds good. Apple crisp. Yeah, like that one sounds fine. Apple's probably going to be fine. That sounds like it could just be a flavor. Yeah. Like, like if you apple yeah. crisp, like oh, that's probably just in the new variety pack, <laughs> and you'd be like, oh yeah, okay. Like if they just released apple crisp for the fall, we'd be like, okay, yeah, okay, cool. And then like <laughs> even pumpkin spice, you expect something like that. Like all right. But then you get into like marshmallow. There's no way that's good. How are they gonna sell them? Like nobody's gonna buy them. That's one of those um, like uh, Jurassic Park. You were so preoccupied with whether or not you could, you didn't stop and think whether you should. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm gonna (laughs) exactly that one. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So those flavors taste a little disgusting. But let's talk about even a worse flavor. So Mountain Dew is doing a collab once again. Flamin' Hot's in the news. Flamin' Hot Cheetos is doing a collab with Flavored Hot Cheeto Mountain Dew. Why? Why are you doing this? Ugh. Stop with these stupid collaborations. You know what would be a cool collaboration? If you bought a Mountain Dew and it had like tape to it, a Cheetos bag. 
Like a flaming hot Cheetos bag. Like, oh yeah, that's fine. Why are you gonna make everything flavored like it? Sounds disgusting. It sounds absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I, I don't even like flaming hots that much or Mountain Dew that much. I don't really like Mountain Dew, but I'm I'm putting my bias aside. Like I I, I'm not a big fan of Mountain Dew, but Mountain Dew, Flamin' Hot Cheetos, come on. Like, I can't imagine yeah. like eating a, a some Flamin' Hot Cheetos and be like, you know what? I wish this was like in drink form. And I'm trying to imagine oh. it like, like a Mountain Dew, like the Mountain Dew kind of tang to it with Flamin' Hot. Like, I don't think anyone would really want to drink that. I just doesn't make sense. It's a bummer. Makes no sense. Yeah. Again. Yes. It's same same comment as before. You didn't stop and think whether or not you should. Um, okay, the last one before we go putting our tin hats, we got a 24-year-old Illinois woman got caught with a fake vaccination card. So fake uh fake vaccine cards have been like a really big thing on the internet. You could buy them. A lot of people are anti-vaxxers now which I don't quite understand. But so she tried to use it to get into Hawaii until they noticed that she's misspelled Moderna. Ooh. Oh, that's good. a rough one. Moderna. She spelled, she spelled it M A D E R N A instead of M O Moderna Moderna, which I think is hilarious because of the Illinois accent. Moderna. We make Moderna. Sometimes we're just like, oh, did you get, oh, yeah, that, Moderna. Did you get two tree of those Modernas? Like, I respect that she was just like, no one will notice. And then someone immediately noticed at the airport. And so they asked her, they're like, this is a fake vaccine card. She goes, no, as you can see, I got Moderna. She's and the guy, I guess, responded with, that's the problem. <laughs> He's like, you, you, you didn't spell it right. There's no and So such she tried thing. saying that the person at the, uh, at the facility she went to, spelled it wrong. Mm, because it's handwritten. Yeah. And uh didn't go well. So my thing is, I think, I'm not going to lie, I think it's fine if you don't get the vaccine, if that's like what you believe in or whatever. But don't fake it. That's terrible. Do not fake it. You're just putting people at risk. Be honest about it. If you don't want to get it, don't want to get it. That's fine. But... You can't go around faking it. That's not that's not cool. Pretty dumb. Um Yeah. That's uh I don't know what you were expecting. What what you expect when you try to pull something like that. But yeah, it's don't fake it. Like please don't do that. Like that's come on. Like that's <laughs> and you spell it wrong too. Come on. <laughs> The de- the devil's in the details, you that know. That is hilarious that she spelled it wrong. The devil the devil's really in the details with these things, and um, you know, you, we learned early on in school you gotta you gotta double check your work, you gotta triple check it, you gotta run, uh, you know, spell check and all of that. And oh, she did not. Yeah, I, you know, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, uh, when everybody's looking for it right now, you gotta you gotta quadruple check your work. Not gonna lie, it's a terrible look on Illinois. Uh, she could have just Googled it. Yeah. It, and you could have just Googled how to spell Moderna. She almost got away with it, you know? It wasn't for the meddling guy at the airport. Oh, little Scooby-Doo, I yeah, like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, The guy just doing his job. I love that. Oof. Could you, like, that's gotta be weird. 
that that's like a thing now. I didn't know this was that big of a thing. I knew that people were like on Facebook, like selling fake vaccination cards. I always thought that was like a little bit of a joke. Uh, now that people are actually doing them, I think that's that's nuts. Apparently it's a thing. Um, all right, let's go into our conspiracy theory. This one's got me all twisted. Uh, is it possible to play the song? Just that part or no? Uh, Yeah. Is it on Spotify? Uh, I just found it on YouTube. Um, What's it called? Uh, so, yeah. So this rapper named Dr. Creep, which is a great name, by the way, and the song is called Pandemic. So this song came out in 2013. This is very crazy to me. There's a line in there, and we'll play it for you. But uh, basically, it's about a pandemic you know, going on. They're talking about you know, viruses and stuff. And the line goes, couldn't be eradicated like smallpox in action. Avian influenza in the jet stream is how it happened. 2020 combined with coronavirus, body stacking is the exact line. And this song came out eight years ago. I am dumbfounded about how, what is going on here. And so you can't find a picture of Dr. Creep's face. He always wears a gas mask because he says that he doesn't, he believes that the government is putting stuff in the oxygen like i don't know oh okay and so yeah <laughs> dr creep okay. were you able to find it i was i just don't know what part the song what part of the song it's um, at um so i don't want to play it listen to it oh, yeah no free ads no free ads no free ads it's... <sighs> oh, liberty mutual pretty good no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um try and look for it through there. No. It's gonna be a lot easier doing it with the Yeah. The lyrics will be easier to find it. Um yeah, so what do you guys think? You guys think this so the ongoing thing is that he is a a time traveler. So I usually have my conspiracy. I, I usually have my conspiracy theory hat on for this, but right now I I'm gonna go anti, I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm gonna say that he this came out eight years ago. That was when like bird flu was was still a thing. Um, and I think he's saying 2020 as in like 2020 vision. But coronavirus. Well, yeah. But How does he say the term coronavirus? Because coronavirus has been a term since before that. It was a, it was a term with like the SARS epidemic back in like the early 2000s. And with bird flu was technically a type of coronavirus as well. So it, it, it's maybe obviously not as common of a term, but it's it, just it, it's eerily, still, it, it is. It uh, is. We, how do I raise the volume on it? I have it just, you just got to press the button. All right, he's got it queued up here, so we'll listen to this part. Radicated like smallpox in action. Avian influenza with the jet stream is how it happens. 2020 combined with coronavirus. Body stacking. Oh my God. That's crazy to me. And, And in the music video, it has them showing people hoarding toilet paper, which is crazy. And then they talk about vaccines not working fully. Like it's, I know there's other diseases, but like, you got to admit, it's pretty eerie. It is. For someone to say a line like that. Well, I mean, it's yeah. nuts. It's pretty crazy. Do you think time travelers could exist? 
Mm, I'd like to think so, but um, have you guys heard the the story about Stephen Hawking's time travelers party? No. So Stephen Hawking and another physicist, I forget his name, they held a party for time travelers, but they didn't tell anybody until the day after the party had occurred. As if to say, like, hey, yeah, yesterday we held a time travelers party. So then the word got out. So everybody's like, oh my gosh, like they held this time travelers party yesterday. Nobody showed up. As if to prove that time travel is not possible. Because uh, if time travelers did, then they would they would have heard about it after the fact and be like, oh yeah, we can show up at that party. Nobody showed up. Or did they? That, <laughs> maybe, I would say no one showed maybe. up. I don't know. Or like, did people show up across the street and were like, huh, like it's part of a tourist attraction for time travelers to go back across the street from that party. <laughs> And go Whoa. point it out. And go check it out. It's like, it's totally possible. I mean, come on. Like, anything's possible. So, I mean, I think, I don't think he's a child. If nobody's seen his face, then I don't, until it's proven that it can happen, I'm not going to believe it. But I mean, that's really accurate. <laughs> it's so, like, come on. It's like, pretty crazy. The, the, that's that's weird. Yeah. Where mine goes is I don't have the conspiracy mind. So like when he's like, I wear a gas mask because I think that the government's putting stuff in the air and stuff like that. I don't have that like mindset. Yeah. So for someone to be like, I believe in jet streams. I believe in all this stuff. Like, I think he could just like guess almost mm-hmm. and be like. 2020 sound it could be like a double entendre like it could be a year it could be the vision mm-hmm. it's and it's just like things. it's just crazy that like no one's even heard of him so no one heard of him um but two songs after that no one's heard about no one's heard from him and then he tweeted in march of 2020 and was just like i'm about to show y'all and then the america like shut down a month later i'm like oh man or was he just like Dr. Creep? I, I did this line seven years ago and I want to get some clout. About to show y'all. I don't know. I think it's just a little wacky. Uh it's just so accurate, which is like, ugh. It's like Simpsons type stuff. Have you ever seen that where like Simpsons always predicts the future somehow? <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. like that where it's like, wow, maybe Dr. Creep knows something. Like Dr. Creep is probably like it goes one way. There are two ways. I'm sorry. One where he's like, I told you I'm the time traveler. I knew it was going to happen. Or two, he was like freaking out a little bit. And he was like, oh, my God, please don't think this was me. Like, please, <laughs> please don't think Dr. Creep did this. Also, Dr. Creep. Unique name. Very unique. Yeah. All right. Let's go over to a rank. What should we do for a rank? Let's do it on the fly. What do we, we want to do? I had uh, worst movie. Uh, worst movie sequels. We had worst draft picks of all time in any league. Um, we can do. I don't know, anyone got anything? Mm. I did a bunch the other week. Mm. I'm not even right. We did breakfast last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did breakfast. Um. Hmm. I mean, we could try and come up with one of those collectively, you know, do one some of those bad draft picks, bad draft picks where we just collectively shout out things, uh, names that we remember. Are we doing NFL specifically? We could do any. 
You want to try to do? You want to try to do worst draft picks as a team? Yeah, yeah, as a team. At this point, we're not sure. gonna, we're not going to have our own own ranks. So, um, okay, I think number one is very easy. You think Trubisky? I was going to say Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell is probably the Russell. best. I think Jamarcus Russell was such a big bust just because of how good and dominant he was in college, and he like kind of did it to himself by blowing up in weight. Yeah, starting doing some stuff that not he really been doing, like because that's like, like lying, just him. like not going to, not studying his tape and yeah, lying about it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, were you telling the story where like a coach gave him like a blank tape to watch and he didn't watch it? Yeah, it was like, all right, he's like, hey, did you did you check out the tape that I gave you and like gave him like a blank tape to see if he would actually study? He goes, yep, studied it, didn't even put it in. Wow. To see if there was anything on it. Like pretty bad. Jamarcus so, Russell. Um bad. So yeah, I mean, he's bad. Uh I mean Kevin White, pure injury bust. What are some other good like big see, ones? I don't know if, yeah, so, sorry. Sorry. Blaine Gabbert, I was gonna say. See you draft in the top ten. Uh who's that Jacksonville wide receiver? Blackman. Justin Blackman. Justin Blackman. He didn't. I don't think he played a game. Could be wrong. Um, let's see. Justin. What Blackman. about Anthony Bennett? I don't remember Anthony, Anthony Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, the Cavs guy, the Cavs and he was bird. Uh, we're talking any sport. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. There was a guy who got drafted in baseball a spot ahead of Chris Bryant, who I don't think has. Who was at the time like. Uh, supposed to be like a great pitcher, and I don't think he's made it to the majors yet. Um, Mark Apple, he uh, was drafted number one overall Apple uh, Crisp. in the 2012 Major League Draft, one ahead of Chris Bryant, and yeah, he uh, he hasn't really played much in the MLB, so that's pretty bad. His baseball reference. What about um, Ryan Leaf? Ryan Leaf. Yep. Ryan Leaf. Was <laughs> Yep. Those those old old QBs that like that failed are pretty interesting. You know, Matt Liner is a pretty interesting bust. He's pretty bad. Um I, we, it's, it's hard cuz he played good in college and didn't do anything in the NFL. Yeah, he played really well in college. Would you say this might be a stretch. Would you say Reggie Bush was a bust? I mean, he was Heisman Trophy winner, generally the best running back in college football. And like he had a decently long career, but I wouldn't say that he was good by any means. You know, we're we're talking about busts that were like they were supposed to be good and then they didn't do anything. He's kind of see my thing then immediately goes to Ricky Williams. Mm. Hidden Crawford Pot, Heisman yeah. winner too. Um oh Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel is definitely a bust. Johnny football. But he was taking second round. It's like, are you that mad if a second rounder gets bust? No, he was a first, first rounder. Round. He was, was towards the first round. Into the first round. But... To the, I thought he was second round by the Browns. No, no, no. First round to the Browns. Yep. They passed yeah, on. I think it was like Teddy Bridgewater was the QB that draft that was supposed to be good. They passed on him. He Then Teddy Bridgewater dropped to like 20. I still remember that. That was like. Like, ooh, Teddy Bridgewater is supposed to be the best QB in this draft, and you pass on him for Johnny Football. So, 
they kind of tied themselves to that one. That was a, that was a surprise. Ricky Williams is crazy just cause, but he like would play and like, he'd have a great season and then like would be gone. So like he played for the, he come back, came back and played for the dolphins like for free. And then like had over a thousand yards rushing and then like quit again. Like, <laughs> Ooh, I got a good one. Mm. Sam Bowie going before Michael Jordan to Portland. Ooh. <laughs> That's a rough one. It's pretty tough. Because Hakeem Olajuwon was very good. Yes. Like he obviously wasn't Jordan, but he was a very, very good Hall of Famer player. But Sam Bowie got injured very quickly, and he had a lot of injury problems, kind of got bounced around. So that's kind of a rough one. Mm. Yeah, Portland had Clyde the Glide Drexler already. Yeah. They just drafted him, so they didn't need Michael. Mm. I'm just trying to think of like... Because that's a rough because of Michael Jordan being Michael Jordan. Oh, here, here's a really bad one. Len Bias. What did he do in, in NBA? Absolutely nothing. I thought he didn't play. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I thought yeah. he didn't play. No, that's why I said it was really bad because he <laughs> overdosed on drugs like a Gosh. week later. Oh, sorry. So. Yeah. I forgot that's why he didn't play. <laughs> no, yeah. I was going to say, I, just I was he hoping didn't play. for a little bit more of a reaction to that one. I know it's, I meant it to be really bad and, you know. Is it weird to say Lonzo Ball bust? Lonzo? Markel Fultz? Is that count? Oh, Markel Fultz, 100%. That was crazy. So that one's kind of a weird one because the Sixers messed him up. He was injured and they're like, no, we need you to play. And then he injured, kept injuring himself. Mm -hmm. Can can I ask you guys this? While we're talking about this, what do you what do you think about like this whole Trevor Lawrence situation? I think that it's more or it's better for the player if you get drafted like 15th or 16th or like 11 to 20. Like you see Patrick Mahomes going to Kansas City. Kansas City already had some people. Andy Reid. Playoff team, yeah. And mm. then they get Patrick Mahomes and he starts off in already a good situation where Trevor Lawrence is, he's he's looking pretty decent, but like the Jags going Jaguar. Yeah. And he's got to come in and he's got to be the savior. Yeah, and he's got to work with brand new head coach, mm-hmm. guy who hasn't coached in the NFL before. It's a lot of pressure. Trevor Lawrence is kind of like on an expansion team, man. They got they got <laughs> Urban Meyer in there. They got like meme shit going on with Tim Tebow. They got like, dude, like you're an NFL team. Like, there's things going on with them almost every single week. It's, but then they just traded away Gardner Minshew, so like. It's, you know, they have to start him week one, you know, behind wow. a bad old line. The poor guy is going to have to be thrown in the fire. Hopefully he's not like a David Carr situation. You know, I remember that. That was like, you know, played okay. And then got sacked 50 times a year, year after year, after year, after year. And then became a shell of himself. So, yeah, I hope they can build around him. Big, big bust, David Carr. Yeah, you could say he's a he's a bust. Um, I mean, like the hard part is that he like showed promise his second year, and then like they didn't do anything. Like it's just really hard with a guy like that. They like he could have been really good if he was like drafted to another team. Like that was like the big thing is that they just broke him because they he, they were expansion team. You yeah. know. All right, should we uh, should we round out this rank? What I was do we just going to say. So I think are? I think number one is Jamarcus Russell. Yep. Number two, Anthony Bennett. Number three, uh, what do you want to do for number three? Markel Fultz, Ryan Leaf? One of those. Justin two. Blackman. Justin Blackman. 
It's tough because he's a wide receiver. That was so bad, though, because... He's still technically under contract he by the Jaguars. so good. Is he really? Because he hasn't played a game. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's go... Uh... He's okay, so we got... Oh, we need a baseball one, though. Make it fair. The only, um, the only one I threw in there was Mark Apple, but there's probably others. Um, Billy Bean, remember from the movie? He was a bust. What about the guy <laughs> that got good. drafted before Mike Trout got drafted 13th or 18th? How yeah. nuts is that? Yeah. All the players drafted before Mike Trout. They're busts. <laughs> yeah. Scherzer was in that um, one. Scherzer went one overall. Yeah. He's pretty good. Gordon Beckham, we could say that about the White Sox. He was a bust for us. Mm. The Cubs, Eric, uh, Corey Patterson, big bust. Yeah, he was rough. Felix PA, big big bust. So there's a couple there. <laughs> there's some semblance but of the But here's rank. the thing. It's like they're not as big of bust because of like what the MLB is. So like Ryan Leaf was a bust. And Markel Fultz, got to remember, uh, Boston traded that pick away and they got Jason Tatum, who was a stud. Yeah. So like I think that hurts a lot. So let's go Jamarcus Russell, Anthony Bennett, Ryan Leaf, Markel Fultz. That's fair. Okay, I like that. I like that. It's just because they had like other really good players in that draft that I I like putting Markel fourth just because it wasn't all his fault. It would be nuts to be injured though, and your team being like, "Ah, oh, we got to go play," and you're like, "No, I can't shoot. It's my shooting arm." They're like, "Who cares? You better go play." Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, we went up almost forty five followers on Instagram last week. Uh, very thank you for you guys following us on that and all the likes and the support and the comments. Um, we have a lot of stuff coming your way on in September. We got the betting show. It is called the pick farm. They'll be on YouTube. We're going to start posting. This might be the first one where we start posting the podcast to YouTube, just the audio. And then, uh, we'll start filming them again. We've got a lot of fun stuff coming for you guys that I hope you really appreciate. And then we will, uh, you know, if you still want to send in ranks, which people have been, I just haven't been checking them, which is kind of my bad after doing that. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Um, I will I will be better at checking those. So, you know, we like the support and we like uh, all the comments. So thank you guys very much for that. We'll see you next time.